That's not funny. That's not funny, Scott. Uh, I can hear you eating right now. It sounds like food. That's me in the corner. There it is. That's me in the spot. Light. Losing my religion. Oh, that's too much Bailey's in there. <laughs> that's that's an that's oxymoron. That, There's no such hurt. thing as yeah. too much Bailey's. I mean, oh, except it's not Bailey's. That's the problem. It's Jameson. Oh, that's right. That was right. Yeah, that's the problem. That would be probably a lot easier if it would have been... Mm. Note to self. Mm-hmm. to the Grit City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm eating pizza. Yes. What is your name? Oh, Scott. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Jeff. With us today is a fan favorite and one of, uh, actually, my personal favorite persons. Gosh, thanks. Yeah, oh. it's Steve Dunkelberger. How you doing, buddy? Outstanding. Are Outstanding. You? Spent all the weekend moving, well, uh, uh, yeah, I did my uh, Steve's Drunk History uh, on Friday, and yeah. of course I got a little little bit of the drunky drunks, because I try to keep, you know, with the, the theme. That's mm-hmm. why it's called Drunk History. Uh, right, right. right. Um, and uh, so then I then I moved my uh, all my life's possessions to a new place. And Ooh, congratulations. That the, uh, sure, yeah. On the new place? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Right by, uh, yeah. Right. I mean, it's, it, I, I used to live over by Wapto lake mm-hmm. which was nice but uh i really wasn't there so i really didn't carry away yeah. Ooh, you know what you should do now is tell everybody where you live now yeah Th- that would probably actually be really bad. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thanks. Yeah. No, uh, I live over uh, by Tyler and Center. Oh, yep. I, I could I could tell the address, but I don't know the address. That's probably a good thing because, so, we, I mean, that just means more work for me editing. And we're also live streaming right now, so. <laughs> I can't edit that. To, so. tell, to tell people, hey, I'm not home. <laughs> so, Steve, let's start off right off with that, with the drunk history. So, yeah. tell you've been doing this um, pretty frequently now. What's been going on it, with the drunk history? Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, it's um, it kind of started out as an accident. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, uh, a friend of mine has a has a historic home, and uh, I did a story about his house. And uh, the funny story is that, uh, well, it, it's a known house. It's uh, the uh, Bing Crosby house. Oh yeah. Okay? And I did a story about his house, and uh, he bought it, not realizing that it was Bing Crosby's house. He didn't realize that until Christmas, the, the first. You moved in when some U- UPS uh, bus showed up and sent, sung White Christmas to his house and he walked out and goes uh, can I help you motherfucker what are you doing in front of my house and they're like oh this is where Bing Crosby was born and it's like oh yeah 
there's a plaque right there and everything. Was, you didn't even realize the read, plaque was there? Read the deed a little bit. Wow. <laughs> um, explain so much. So anyway, and, and so. That cracks me up, man. I'm sorry. But Justin just bought his house, and his house actually has blueprints. Like, yeah, they put our blueprints they, they right on the, the wall. Yeah. Like, on the, uh, they mounted them so you could take a look at them. The original blueprints. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. So how do you buy a house and not notice the plaque out front? Right. Yeah, right? Well, it's on, the, on, it's on the steps, on. you know. No, 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 no excuse there. The it's on the steps. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, and uh, and then so uh, that started into hey, you know, let's let's get together, and I've got some friends who are really interested in Tacoma history, want to learn more about it. Can you, you know, if I buy you drinks, um, can you come talk about Tacoma history? I'm like, oh, drinks, you say? Drinks? Okay, oh. I will. I will be there. And um, then they said, well, during the summer, let's do a pub crawl. And so that did the pub crawl, and I wanted to give it a, a name, make it public. So it became Steve's Drunk History. And then as a one-off. Yeah. Uh, use, basically use Facebook as a way to for people to, to you know, inside our, our group. Yeah, yeah. To like, invite I, I saw the invites a whole bunch of those, and it was I, I didn't know how far-reaching it was. I did, I did not do it either. I mean, uh, how, how far reaching has it been, Steve? Well, uh, n- well, at, at the end of that one, there was like, okay, when's the next one? I'm like, I, I have no idea. Um, was that the one we went on? Was that? Yes. Yeah. You know, we, we met at the New Frontier. The wife and I. Yeah. 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 There was so much fun too, dude. That's why. Yeah. You made it too much fun. Uh, yeah, I got pretty lit. Uh, um, <laughs> and there was like, well, you know, when's when's the next one? What's the whatever? And I'm like, uh, uh, okay, sure, I'll do another one. And so then I did uh, one the the next month, and then Broken Spoke said, hey, you know, you know, uh, a couple of bars like Broken Spoke and can't remember, a couple of them um, said, hey, you know, what are you doing? Um, this I said just a pub crawled history and like oh great could we host you to do this I'm like uh so that's yeah just how sure it happened. that's just I how it happened going through there like it was just a stop while you were doing it and yeah wow yeah. and then uh, one of the stops was was alma mater and I did um, the ghost stories there nice and how, now how is the alma mater I haven't had a chance to be there and when I'm trying to get the people on but I also need to respond to emails and that sort of thing so I'm kind of terrible at that yeah but um, how is it like, how, like have you, you've been there obviously for this mm-hmm. sort of thing so uh, like what was your experience with it uh, it was great well I, I was on the uh, my presentation was on the honey side. And I think we brought about I could, I could be wrong I think it, it may have been Like a Friday And um, It's like I, You know there, Like I said There were 40 Maybe 50 people there Wow um, And I was like You know Did I do okay It's like um, This is a coffee shop And uh, it's from 7 to 9 o'clock You brought in 50 people Who all bought Two or three drinks Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did okay <laughs> <laughs> That is fantastic like, you know, Let me know When you uh, You know You want to come back It's like well, Okay I mean We could do a regular thing Like a I don't want to do it like a once a week thing. I don't know. Uh, not once a maybe week. Maybe once a month. I maybe. think once a month would be a good start. Um, and then Broken Spoke um, heard about that one and said, you know, I don't have – this is in October. Uh, you know, you want to do one now? It's like, well, I could – I don't have a new one prepared, but I can do the ghost stories again. Yeah. They're like, that'd be great. And – yeah, just go around. I mean, there's going to be new and different people every time, so right, why and, not? Just like, and so it constantly draws. And the weird thing, it, it constantly draws anywhere between thirty-five and fifty people. No um, way, that's impossible. I, and, there's and, not that many. <laughs> there's not that many nerds out there. Come no, on, well, come it's, on. It's tell not the a truth. nerd thing. And, and I, you know, I keep sure. asking, how did you hear about this? Like, oh well, you know, the bar does does their yeah. thing. It's like, no, it was uh, super fun, man. Very few yeah. people are are you know, I wouldn't say the. 
few people that are coming back, uh, but there are uh, people who've been to all of them, which mm-hmm. I thought was weird because weird I don't have that many friends. But um, <laughs> they're like, oh, you know, I want, you know, ghost stories in a bar. I'll do that. You know, yeah. or UFOs. I'll do that. We had a, a really deep in the woods MK Ultra sort of a UFO guy uh, no on way. that was kind of fun uh, really um, tell like us just about to, that just you to have listen to go into like that. just to uh, listen to your your conversation yeah. oh yeah okay yeah. okay so yeah so tell us about how that went down man uh, well he just uh, he showed up and uh, he um you know said oh yeah I, I heard about this and I want to invite all my friends cuz they're not true believers and all that stuff <laughs> so I was like well I'm I'm telling you the history of the Maury Island incident uh, and I don't know what this presentation you want because I'm proving that it's a hoax. So <laughs> it's not a hoax; it was real. Uh, sure, we'll it was that. really happened. Really happened. Um, so that was a matter of. Um, but then he just talked about, "Well, do you believe this is real? Do you, do you, do you believe in aliens?" Oh, like, no. Okay, you know. And we've uh, had that you know conversation about Bigfoot. It's like, well, yeah, the extra- extraordinary claims coming. require <laughs> extraordinary evidence. So, Whatever, man. do I personally believe in something? Sure. Do I? You know, it's kind of like religion. You, the the basis of faith is belief without proof. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so I can't knock someone for believing or not, or not believing. That's their own personal thing. But I hear you on that. Um, if you're the the evidence that people are often using as evidence to sway me is not evidence to me. It's you have a preconceived notion of what is there, and I will tell you that science says that that is it's, a different... Or in, in essentially on that point, it's like the scientists going in with an experiment where they are looking for a specific yeah. uh, uh, output or uh, Confirmation answer. bias. Yeah, yes, exactly. Look at you using big words. That's like... I'm glad that we have... Confirmation pe- or bias, which which is these... Confirmation. It's four well, syllables. Uh, six syllables And it's total. two words. Yes, two words, six syllables, <laughs> more than crazy. I can do usually by putting them together let's let's keep things simple for our audience <laughs> sorry, okay? yeah. we, don't, we don't need to keep things <laughs> so, nobody needs it hard so, hey guys it's justin and i'm here to talk about the union club down in tacoma this is where we do a lot of our recording now and i'm really stoked about this if you don't know about the union club tacoma it is a mixed use project contributing to tacoma's growing artistic and entrepreneurial community it combines studio space co-working space office space beautiful common areas galleries and an event hall in a 15,000 square foot historic building in downtown Tacoma. This place is beautiful. You heard us talk about it on the Surge Tacoma podcast, part of the Surge Tacoma network. And if you want to work in an old historic building, this is the thing to do. This is it's just amazing. The view is fantastic. Plus, it's a great place for you to get your work done in a casual environment, plus free coffee. If you want information or to request a tour, it's super simple. Just go to unionclubtacoma.com. That is unionclubtacoma.com. So tell us the story about what went down, uh, what you talked about, the Moray Island. The Moray Island incident. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thumbnail sketch. Uh, and uh, now I'm quite literally boiling two hours down to what? However long you want to talk about. Uh, five, oh. 15 minutes. Or <laughs> Actually, you do it for a few minutes because I'm going to eat a piece of pizza. <laughs> okay. So, uh, on June 21st, uh, 1947, at about 2, a, uh, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, it was a uh, uh, Saturday, uh, Harold Daw was out with his boat. They were um, gathering... Oh, kind of wayward wood in Commencement Bay. 
that uh, you know they had broken away from the the mills that were down there, and what they would do during the weekends they would gather these logs and then sell them back to the mills um, as kind of a finder's fee. Mm-hmm. And so he was out and he saw um, a collection of donut shaped UFOs or. Um, Flying discs, okay. Flying yep. platters in the sky. Let's just call them extraterrestrials. They're not well, right. We'll just we'll just break Scott. that down. <laughs> and um, <laughs> one of one of them went and touched another one. Ooh. as if and they and he described it as as if they, they was repairing it, and it started shooting black smoke and dropping uh, molten stuff Whoa! into the water. Extraterrestrial babies. Extra correct, right? Babies. It, Oh, so they were having anal probe debris. (laughs) Each pizza. (laughs) Wow, man, you took it dark. That went dark. I don't know what's happening now. Pizza, Scott. Eat eat that. Eat that chunky sausage. (laughs) Which was your code name in college, wasn't it? Uh, Anyway, so (laughs) chunky sausage. I'm googling it. Uh, Anyway, so uh, it it. he, uh, uh, molten stuff was falling from the sky. Some of it hit the boat and damaged the boat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hit his dog and killed his dog mm. and hit his son in the shoulder with this molten stuff. So he sped to, um, uh, sped to, uh, the Tacoma Marina, which mm-hmm. is now like the, the Foss Water, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, took his kid to the hospital. Uh, tried to call radio for help, and the radio wouldn't work, and uh, buried his dog at sea. Okay, As the story goes, yeah. he called his his boss, who owned the boat, Fred uh, Chrisom, uh, and he said, you know, Fred said that he was really mad about, you know, this damaging his boat, mm-hmm. not thinking that it was actual flying platters. Yeah, I don't I, believe your alien story, you liar. You just hurt my boat. You just hurt my boat. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And so then he went out uh, the, in the next day, took the boat out, and went to Maury Island, if anyone knows about, you know, right off Vashon Island, mm-hmm. this little island of Maury Island, and uh, said that he saw 20 tons of this molten stuff along the beach. So he gathered stuff around, and then he said he saw um, a gathering of flying saucers, and he took his camera out and could, and tried to take a photograph, but they zipped away before. Of course, they, something that makes always, sense. Yeah, always always happens very fast. Well, because they're afraid of cameras. Sorry. Oh, I just threw that actually out, afraid of cameras. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that. <laughs> Everybody knows that Bigfoot and aliens—they're all they have camera sensing equipment, and they run away when that stuff is out there. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so. Um, Da and Chrisom um, wrote a letter to uh, Ray Palmer, who was uh, the Fate magazine. This was the height of pulp okay. magazines, you know, true crime. Um, mm-hmm. There was, um, you know, men's adventure magazines. Um, so a lot of, uh, you know, buxom Nazis and aliens and all that. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the things that will get you in uh, in the front door to hear everything about aliens and right. uh, all right. the crazy right. stuff. All that, all that stuff. All the stuff that I looked up in the library when I was uh, in middle school. Right, You're right. When I wanted to become a witch. Yeah. And this was, uh, yeah, Amazing <laughs> Tales. It's Amazing Tales magazine. Now, it's T-A-L-E-S, so not like your Amazing Tales <laughs> subscription. Oh, your furry mad guy, Scott. <laughs> 
It's it's the you dog. You guys are on... lucky. My mouth full. I know your right mu- mouth full of uh, your, your something. Mugs and, your mugs and jugs quarterly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, um, and then uh, a couple of days later, there was another incident with Ken- Kenneth Arnold. He was a um, uh, businessman from Idaho, and he was flying around uh, Mount Rainier between Mount Rainier and Mount Adams, mm-hmm. and he spotted flying things in the sky. And he said he uh, clocked him at about 1,500 miles an hour. Ooh. And his, all his instruments went uh, wonky and all that stuff and um, realized that he had missed. He went from uh, Mount Rainier to Mount Adams Whoops. in like seven minutes, you know, Whoa. because of the wormhole. Lost time. <laughs> right. Lost time. <laughs> right. Lost time. Uh, and so that was a thing. So they were reporting, you know, in the newspapers um, what, what they saw. They gathered their notes together. So um, Kenneth uh, Arnold wrote to Ray Palmer as well. And so Ray put the two together and said, hey, Ken, since you've got a, um, you know, you're a businessman, you're a pilot, um, why don't you interview uh, Chris Mendal about oh, yeah. um, their UFO sightings, and we'll get a, a full narrative. Um, and they said, "Well, for you know, Fate Magazine or, or uh, Amazing Tales Magazine, because there were mm-hmm. two, two different ones." Um, and and at that time, they were they were on what essentially would be the you know media circuit. <laughs> um, they were in. You know, every West Coast newspaper uh, oh, wow. interviewed by Edward R. Murrow. So this um, really, really caught fire. Yes. Well, dude, they had all that evidence. You know what I mean? Like, well, they had all those. They had a dead dog buried at sea, and right. probably a, right. a child with a shoulder injury. Yeah, like they were shot at by UFOs. Well, extraterrestrials. Yeah, yeah shot at by well, extraterrestrial babies. And this is and this is every <laughs> and this is where everything comes into uh, everything you know about. UFO theories and and conspiracies comes from the Maury Island incident. Okay? Oh, uh, so it got so big that the uh, the government had to do something because there were there oh, were weeks man. there were weeks and weeks of uh, newspaper articles of of people seeing these flying things. This is the you know the beginning of the Cold War, so they are expecting this is the Russian oh, invasion. Oh God, thing. yeah, right. This it is was this, an invasion this was, from this outer was secret, space. <laughs> Uh, this was this was you know secret space, you know. Yeah, yeah. They've. Uh, I mean, they already beat us uh, to into space, and now at this point. Well, this is forty seven. So they're, they're, oh, not yet. They ain't getting dick. Okay, yeah. So that's even earlier than that. Ooh. Yeah, they didn't even have spaceships yet. No. Well, they did. They did. Well, they did. Yeah. Well, maybe the aliens we didn't have yeah, them yet. Yeah. Yeah. This was back before we had ours. No. This this is the beginning <laughs> of like the Truman Doctrine, where okay. uh, I will. Uh, the idea of the Truman Doctrine is is that uh, the Western powers will um, help non-Western powers avoid becoming communist countries at any cost, and that's what. Oh, and help out in everything. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah that, okay. That's what made us the first, you know, world police because we wanted to fight communism. So that was the Truman Doctrine that we will fight you anywhere. We will fight you. With any, everything we've got, um, so anyway, so that was a big scare because it was eating up a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. So the military had to do something. So they sent two people from Hamilton uh, Army Airfield, in California, up to McCord Airfield uh, to go interview um, everybody at the Winthrop. 
Okay, and this is where the story, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be as brief as possible. They uh, arrived, and they didn't want to draw attention to them, as the story goes. Yes, yes, say. yes, of course. Uh, the story goes that they didn't want to draw attention to themselves. So they uh, didn't want to show up in a, in a military staff car uh, in their uniforms. So they took a cab downtown and said, well, we'll just swap into street clothes or and um, in our oh, no, casual right. clothes, they went to Woolworths. And, of course, they got their military, um, the per diem, uh, and they got the cheapest clothes they could. Mm-hmm. Black suits. Black suits. Yeah. That's what the yeah. men in black. So, like, literally the, the men, men in black came from the Morgan Island. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I love it. That is yeah. tight. Yeah. Okay. So then they came and... and uh, uh, so then what happened? Uh, they did their interview and they collected some of this slag that, that evidence. They, that they, Let's the call evidence. It what it is? <laughs> yeah, and you know the photographs, you know, and all that stuff. And they went back to McCord uh, Air Force Base because they or Army Air Corps because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, that's part of the story. So they could take a flight to back to Hamilton. They had to go that night because. That was the first day of the Air Force separating from the Army. That's ah, the, their official separation oh, date. Just coincidentally. So, right. <laughs> right. But, but here's the thing. It's shortly after midnight on essentially the Air Force's birthday. The plane crashes. Of course. By Longview. Yeah, because okay. they were carrying all the evidence. Right. Of so the Tacoma, the Tacoma Times reporter... Uh, calls them and lets them know that the plane went down, oh, and he's got a informant that oh. says that it was shot down by a twenty millimeter cannon Jeez. to protect the uh, the the evidence being uh, gathered. Yep, right from the start. Right from the right start, from the cover the start. up starts, man. <laughs> God, this is how they do it. Oh, go right. ahead, Steve. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> So, uh, um, and then what later happened is, um, you know, was there was there uh, uh, space stuff on there? Because the um, official investigation said that there was secret information on there, but they didn't, of course, didn't say what mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, totally. The military said we have no idea. It was just a training flight because uh, they wanted to get it's night flight they times. Say. Oh, you know that's a lie, right? right. We right. already know that's a lie. Oh, it's so much. There's so much extraterrestrial stuff on that plane. <laughs> And they just blew it up. Extra just blew it up just to, just to get rid of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, that sort of became uh, problematic uh, for yeah. the military because you had you had two narratives. You had <laughs> one narrative that um, it was shot down by you know friendly fire, and another one was just a plane crash and you know uh, doing this thing. And of course, no matter what the article mentioned, it created more. Stories of sightings because that's how mass psychosis works. Um, or there were actual ex- extraterrestrials flying around investigating the ship that they shot down with all the evidence that they were here. Maybe that's it. Did you think of that? See, sure, yeah, Told okay, you. we we'll go with that one. Yeah, okay. Um, mass psychosis, please. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let it linger for a second there. Uh, Scott, how are you feeling? I'm all right, man. Yeah, you're feeling great. Okay, Steve, go ahead and continue. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, so during the course of this investigation, um, you know, another phrase, notice I, I, I didn't use the standard three-letter term anywhere during this discussion. Oh, yes. Because 
in the military circles, something flying around in the sky was not a UFO. Okay, uh, dating back to the First World War with uh, biplanes and things, they were known as foo, foreign object observed. Every time a pilot wrote on, uh, you know, down on his log, which is foo if, fighters, right? If if <laughs> if it was if, if it's foreign object observed, if it's outside of uh, the direct uh, um, theater of action. Mm-hmm. It is a foo fighter, foo slash fighter, mm-hmm. because if it's in a in a theater uh, of operations, um, war zone for mm-hmm. you civilians. Nice. Um, uh, then it's assumed that it's a fighter because you couldn't recognize it as a friendly. Yeah, okay. There are ways oh, okay. That you, would, you would communicate that you're a friendly, and if you didn't communicate that back, then you're obviously you're a fighter because there's no reason why you would be there because they didn't use planes in their first world war for supplies. Mm-hmm. It was it was a fighter or a bomber or whatever. Um, so they had to coin that phrase UFO in Tacoma for this incident because it was a foreign object observed but it wasn't um, uh, recognized by uh, military personnel and you weren't in a war zone so the term foo or foo fighter would not apply it just doesn't apply at all it doesn't apply at all because we're not at war with anybody at that point look at that Tacoma so we had to create UFO wow that's how the story goes. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That is amazing. I got something to say about that. Oh, okay. So, so I read some- <laughs> Support me, Jeff. More, Come on. Well, Maury Island is my, my favorite, and I listen to a lot of other uh, people who talk about it, and one of the theories is that the Maury Island, Maury Island incident was by the government to find moles um, to see where the leaks were right. that right. They, they set up. Another version of that story is that the gentleman who owned the boat, his name comes up like he worked at Hanford and a lot of, um, you're talking about uh, Majestic 12 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. His name comes up a lot in in that where he was saying he may not have been who he said he was. That's right. right. Deep state. He's Ooh. deep state right. worker. Right. I'm with you, Jeff. We're yep. here. Yeah, I did the <laughs> and I'm glad you cleared the up. I think I did there, that. there you go. But I, I don't know if it was a. I don't believe in aliens. Uh, what? No, well, what? Either. What? Because as a fact that you don't know if they're interdimensional, you don't know if they're from Middle Earth, you don't know if they're us from the future. We, they're all just aliens. So, they could all just be aliens. Uh, they, That's all just, fine. they all just they all just want to be well. And the Kenneth Arnold thing, they're they're saying. I'm glad you cleared that up, Steve, about the when Kenneth Arnold was involved with this because people were saying that he was investigating the Maury Island incident when he was flying back to Yakima is when he saw the UFOs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, I, I, uh, I was just playing this. A lot of things have changed over time, therefore, or, or the interpretation of facts and the creation of facts, because uh, it is mentioned that... Um, uh, that um, we like alternative Arnold uh, sometimes. <laughs> That uh, Arnold was a, uh, a federal, um, a federal marshal, and uh-huh. then some stories is that he was in the National Forest Service, and that's why he was flying around. He was actually flying around to uh, using a private plane. He was flying around to to find a downed airplane. Oh, so he was airplane. looking for stuff anyway, right? And so he's just up there flying around. That's I mean, why would someone from you know why would you just Idaho? be flying around for no reason? Yeah, which makes sense. Um, what do you choose to believe? 
Steve is on the anti UFO. Yeah. Well. So why would? But, oh, do it. No. And and, I, and I've been a little. I've been joking around, right? But why would why would these guys make up a story? Like, what would their reason be? Just just curious. I mean, there might be a reason. Is there a reason? Yes. And it would be. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, the, the the federal government came to the conclusion, and I'll I'll wrap this all up. Mm-hmm. Um, the federal government came to the conclusion that it was a hoax. Because uh, the federal agents in their black suits said, you know, uh, who had visited them several times, um, said that, well, the the wife of Da's wife was saying, you know, stop, you know, wasting our, t- our time um, making up all these stories and even threatening him with a knife to saying, knock this stuff out. Because people. Yikes! <laughs> Because the story was getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Well, and back course, in the day, they do that. They the just agents, stab you for right. no reason. Well, <laughs> be like, stop lying, to, bitch. Tacoma, Tacoma has always been a little stabby. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, and then, um, you know, the FBI agents interviewed um, Charles, who was supposed, supposedly hit with this molten stuff, and he had no recollection of even being on the boat, let alone being hit by molten stuff or oh. seeing flying saucers. Oh, so he doesn't remember any of it? No. Oh, like from the movie when they flash people? Right. Exactly. Oh, okay. And then there was no record of dog even having a dog, let alone the dog being hit by the slag. This the slag that they um, sampled that survived the plane crash came from a sarco. It was oh, just yeah, well, just, yeah just of course, flag. yeah, that would make sense. So, Common slag or alien slag? Alien How would slag. you know the difference? Alien, alien smegma. How would you know? Okay. Steve. That's disgusting. (laughs) It's molten magma. Oh, gross. Um, So, and and so when they, you know, when they uh, said, hey, um, we're just going to let this go. Because uh, if you keep, but if you keep telling the story, then um, we're going to have to. Uh, bust you for uh, filing a false uh, federal investigation Uh-oh. report so oh, that led to the death of quiet. two two right. folks, and that's what led to the, you know, hey, knock it off, um, Men in Black nice. uh, stuff. Uh, now, damn, uh, Chrisom's name comes up uh, later. They he uh, well, Dahl went to Alaska because he was getting death threats and just it was getting out of hand. People he was he was seen as the UFO guy. Uh, Chrisom um, went on to say that he um, had made up um, the first story, but really the real Maury Island story is that the government was dropping uh, radioactive waste in Maury. Uh, so it makes it, I mean, yeah. So it makes it even worse at that point. You're like either aliens or the government's just dumping. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> now he now Chris Chrisom came back to uh, become a radio uh, disc jockey um, back in the 1950s, uh, 60s, and 70s under Doctor Gold. Doctor he, he was basically the um, deep state Glenn Beck on steroids, but at the city council level. Oh. Okay. So he was like naming names and saying, you know, this is what the vote is, but this is what what's really going on. Really happened, you know. Oh um, no! Fantastic. Um, and just just going off on that stuff. And he's also known. Uh, he was also referenced uh, in connection to uh, the JFK assassination as being one of the hobos on the infamous Grassy Knoll. Oh, really? Yeah. It, oh, he Jeff's was, nodding his head. You know, Jeff see, knows. Jeff knows what's yeah. up. He was. <laughs> now he's doing the eye thing. Yeah, and I guess he, he was. Steve. He wasn't. 
in Dallas at the time, but he was he was promoting that fact that I was investigated as yeah, like, to, of course he was to give you to give street cred to his CIA connections. It's like um, I may or may not have assassinated the president. Right, right, <laughs> and I was mentioned in this report. Yeah, right. I mentioned in this report because you said that you were there. Um, so we're gonna want to talk, and to we you. have to investigate every single lead right. with somebody. Yeah. You can't remember because they did the brain right, did flashy the, thing. Right. You guys keep forgetting the brain flashy thing. Uh, because they brain flashied us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you just brought it all back around. Yeah, see what you did there. So, yeah, that that is the Maury Island incident. Wow. Now, uh, in uh, last year, the, the I think the state legislature uh, did a... Um, 70th anniversary of the uh, Maury Island incident for Maury Island uh, Incident Day. The one of the reasons why you Hold don't... On, they have that? Really? Yeah. What day is it? Uh, June 27th. Well, I love that you know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, of course I do. Yeah. yeah. Don't you don't know. Is, is it is it Merry Maury Island Day? Happy Maury Island yeah, Day? Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. What, like what's, what's, spooky. Yeah. Um, like what adjective do you use? For? Yeah. You want to be polite and create the tradition. Yeah, right. Um... <laughs> Uh, there was there's a movie, uh, the Maury Island incident that kind of uh, uh, handles it. I mean, it's on the YouTube's and things like that. It's mentioned a lot, oh, but okay. the reason why it's not more well known is because what three weeks later, the incident at Roswell happened. Oh, and so that totally that, just takes over. Ros- Roswell all took of that. over because we because we we created or we fuck okay, I was there uh, <laughs> the Maury Island incident kind of was feeding that whole UFO thing. Yeah. And then Roswell happened and it's like we've got a photograph and we've got all this stuff and then the government the next the, the government admits that it was a flying saucer then the next day retracts it and says like, no, oh, weather's not, weather balloon. Oh, yeah. right. So it's like well, you know that's what fed into that whole wow. hysteria and the reason why you don't hear about the Maury Island incident is because Roswell like I said was the next one and that just kind of fed into that whole narrative so you remember the last big event and that's so, yeah, the last big event. And so it was yeah the kindling that set the log on fire and like basically the last however many, you know, hundreds of, well, not hundreds of years, like decades of all of this going up. And I mean, up until really recently when he, when everyone, you know, has a phone, it's been, I, I don't know, man, some of the reports are people like even just talking about how uh, I think I read just like either like Scotland or Ireland or something is now researching. Oh, Ireland, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so it's just like, there's still that stuff out there and people want to know if it's out there. And it's the, like, even like, as, uh, 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 we were talking about how it could possibly be, Jeff was saying it could be anything we don't know this alien is an alien it doesn't necessarily mean extraterrestrial but yeah. it could feed into any of that and it's that that fervor that fever that goes with it yeah well and it's interesting that that it was 46 percent of americans believe that uh aliens have visited the united states and probably okay. just drove on past 86 their doors 86 to 89 percent people believe that there's aliens somewhere out in the universe which you know which, mathematically makes sense yes yes okay but that that is just about 10 percent shy that believe the earth is round yeah so uh that which suggests five percent of americans <laughs> believe that the earth is flat i know flat earthers <laughs> i love it steve steve i love this fact i love the fact that you're doing this i love that your fact you're doing this on a local level and people can come out to stuff what do you have do you have anything set up coming up yet or is it just kind of in the open no uh, uh yeah if if any bar out there or any you know group <laughs> wants to wants me to come by let me know um how can people it contact all goes you? to it all goes to charity perfect so yeah. i don't get paid to do any of 
damn it. Uh, which charity is that? The Knights of Pythias, of course. Exactly. Dun, dun, dun. And people can go to the Pythian Temple. Uh, is it Mondays? Monday nights. Monday, Monday nights. nights. Get yourself a hot dog. If you want a hot dog, we can get you a hot and dog. And get a tour of the great place. Yes. And uh, People definitely have to go back and check out our walking tour. It's one of our earlier episodes from this year. And check that out. And uh, how can people contact you if they want to do so? Uh, yeah, message me on the Facebooks. It's just Steve Dunkelberger, oddly enough. Um, <laughs> Broken Spoke has done a couple. I'm a minor. Uh, has done uh, a couple things. You could just type in Steve's Drunk History and probably would come up in events. Um, yeah, it's just Steve Dunkelberger. And if you want to know how to spell Dunkelberger, just remember that it's Red Grub Lucknut backwards. <laughs> and we've got all the links up on it as well. Up on, if you go to GridCityPodcast.com, people can find all the links. So Yeah, uh, I, I, I may, I, I've thought about setting up like a Steve's Drunk History Facebook page. Um, I'd be down. Quite, quite literally, it was just a matter of uh, if people want me to come talk about history, I'll come talk about history. Um, Love it. Someone, as long as someone covers my drinks and any money <laughs> goes to charity, I I don't charge. I've never charged um, uh, people because if if people want to learn about history, I'll I'll tell them about that. That's fantastic. Um, I do. The bars generally pay you know fifty dollars just. Uh, just to um, so I know that the lodge gets something or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, or a couple couple bucks. I'm not. I, I don't care either way. Perfect. It all, it I love all, it, man. It all goes to someone else, not me. So, well, um, uh, seriously, thank you for continuing to spread the information in the history of Tacoma, and that, it makes us very happy to do so. And I know you do stuff all over the place with stuff. So I know you you've got yeah. you've got your fingerprint definitely in uh, Tacoma. So thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for being with us, man. Yeah, and uh, anyone if uh, you can message me if. If you want to know more about a particular subject, because I'm always looking for uh, interesting uh, or what people want to know more about history, because uh, I'm not uh, a history uh, expert, um, but I do want to know because I just I know stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, any chance to learn more? Yeah, <laughs> right. And, yeah. and I don't know what people don't know exactly, and that's or what people are interested in. They're like, well, I've heard something about one. Of the, maybe they went on a tour from one of the many tour places, and they're like, I want to learn more about this. Send you a message, and they can do that. Yeah, sure. Love it. Yeah. Steve, thank you so much, man. Anytime. You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com.